What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Cam. I'm sitting here with my lovely wife, Vicky, and we are your host for the podcast. Everything is we. We're super, super, we're super excited to be here. Appreciate you guys for the support on the last couple episodes, the last couple videos, the last couple podcasts. As you guys continue to show love and support, we appreciate you guys. Do me a favor before we even get started, go ahead, hit the thumbs up button. Like, comment, and subscribe. If you're not subscribed, please do that. Recent studies have shown that 45% of you watch our video and you're not subscribed. Just subscribe. Just subscribe. All right. We're almost at 20,000 subscribers on YouTube. That's crazy. That's it. That's insane. Seeing as like we really don't like advertise and, and pub like all the time. We don't. You know, you may say it once or twice and that's really it. We don't bombard you guys with follow us, dude. You know, we don't do a bunch of stuff. Hey, just if you rock with it, you rock with it. It's just vibes over here. It's just vibes. Hit the notification bell if you're watching on YouTube so you can see every time we drop a new video. Anything else you want to say, my my love, before we get into it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't have much to say. My energy is low. So before anybody tries to assume that me and Cam had a huge fight before this and I don't like him and I hate it here, that is not what happened. <laughs> um, I'm just, I'm not even going to give you all the details, but yes. This is a nice shirt. What? <laughs> what? This is just, it's just nice. Oh boy. This is just a nice. So yeah, apologies if my energy is low today. Um, Big Paisley vibes. We... You know, we have we have a topic for tonight. I literally gave my wife a whole synopsis, uh, and I was like, "Yeah, we should probably just start recording because I, yeah, I already I, said." I a asked lot. you what we were going to talk about, and then you started giving me all these facts, and then well, because like, I wanted to give you, it. I wanted to equip you with information. I asked you a simple question, and you gave me such a long answer that I was like, "You you might as well just start recording because you're saying a lot." I wanted to equip you. I wanted you to have the same level like, okay, of information did, that I had. Uh, were you going to start preaching to me or just tell me what you were going to talk about? You know, I just, I just, I just wanted you to have the same tools in your utility belt. All right. Just get into it. Go ahead. All right. So I was watching, um, I was watching a Ted talk uh, on keys to successful relationships and it was interesting as they were talking, it brought to mind that a lot of even some of what we've kind of some of what we've done and what I've seen done on a lot of relationship platforms is that people put a lot of energy and effort into what to do while you're in a relationship. And then there's a lot of energy and effort put into what do we do when our relationship or our marriage is going bad when we're not on the same page, when we're arguing and fighting all the time, when we might be on the verge of separation, when, you know, we haven't necessarily gotten to this point, but we, we need to, what do we need to do? And everyone always says, you guys should go to marriage counseling, see a counselor. Uh, uh, you, you need to have an intervention. And so we have all of these things and these these uh, uh, resources put up to really service things that are on the verge of going bad. And they call this like the the ambulance system or we have built tons of hospitals to service broken and hurting people. But we haven't done enough of building schools of education on relationships and how to foster and build strong relationships, not just romantic relationships, but just building organic relationships with people. And, you know, we talk about this often about like, this is a, you know, if you want to categorize us, this is a relationship podcast, but we want you to be healthy in all of your relationships because it's, it's not good enough for me and my wife to have a healthy relationship, but we can't have healthy relationships with our parents, 
with our friends, with our siblings, with people, you know, at the restaurant, you know, like we have to be able to treat everyone right. Right. And so I thought it was interesting that, uh, that they said what they said in relation to people build all of these hospitals to, to talk about what you need to do when your marriage is about to go awry or your relationship is about to go awry. Right. But we haven't done enough of preparing people, specifically young people, which is why I believe that God gave us a platform and a voice of influence in the first place is to try to help our generation and, and the people younger than us. They said you reach people about 10 years older and 10 years younger than you. So, you know, we're young, but, but God has blessed us and graced us to reach people, you know, from 39 to 41 all the way down to 19 and 21. And so that's, that's a huge level of influence. Um, and not that we know it all. Um, obviously we're still learning, but the things that we do know, we want to be able to, to equip, uh, and, and give to those that, that, you know, look to us for, for words of wisdom and advice. And so that's what we're going to do. I did want to leave you guys with this before we be, before we go deeper. Um, the Bible says that wisdom is the principal thing. Get this, get wisdom, get an understanding. And all wisdom is broken down. Wisdom is skill for living or applied knowledge. That's what I like to Wisdom is applied knowledge or skill for living. It's not good enough for us to be like we already are and be extreme consumers of a bunch of information. If you're not going to put that information to use, what's the point of going to school? Even though a lot of us have done it or are doing it or in it, what's the point of us going to school getting into hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt to get a degree that says we know stuff that we're not going to use flawed system. I won't even go there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I was going to say I have thoughts, but uh... (laughs) flawed system won't go there. That's, that's a man. That might be a topic for another discussion. I mean, it's how our society works. Like, are we really learning things to actually use the things? Are we learning things just to, say that we know things like is it just to prove a point because yep. that's what it seems like yeah or be built into a system that <laughs> we're not gonna go there <clears throat> so we have to make sure that we have the right information it's one thing to have information because you can get on instagram and be bombarded with a bunch of information but if you don't have the right information it's not going to help you So we have to have the right information about relationships, period. So that we can flourish in them and we can we can thrive in them and we can grow in and with people because we need people. I think we have a whole entire episode literally titled We Need People. Studies have shown. Now, this was in 2016, the last time I I was reading it earlier. Studies shown in 2016 that one of the primary causes for mental health issues was the inability to foster organic relationships. And this is not romantic relationships. This is just like you, my friend, like I want to connect with you. We like the same things. How can two walk together except they be agreed? Like we we're committed to the same things like we enjoy pizza so much so we get together every friday and we have pizza and we connect over pizza that was in 2016 now you fast forward to 2021 after or 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 pre-pandemic uh in the pandemic post-pandemic residual effects of the pandemic it's extremely difficult for people to build or formulate or create or or have organic relationships with people because everywhere you look you're 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 building images of what you think people are like based on profiles 
and images and and short term videos and 250 character tweets like we're formulating what we think people are like. This made me think about when uh, Vicky and I were were talking in our talking stage before we confessed you know our deep love and appreciation for each other (laughs) (laughs) just in our talking stage when we were just chatting on facebook facebook this is before facebook even had messenger we were just i was just in In the the dms we was in the dms i don't even think this was just inbox it wasn't even called direct it wasn't called it was in dms but an inbox okay yeah in in the inbox in the facebook inbox she only had so many images uh, on her Facebook. And so I began to then formulate without speaking to her on the phone yet. Hmm. My creative and imaginative mind. And I wonder if this is how she sounds. I wonder if this is, you know, what she talks like, or I wonder if this, like you begin to formulate things. I wonder if this is how she dresses. I wonder if this, 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 this. So you begin to just create and build an entire personality for someone that you haven't met yet and then when you actually meet that person or you actually hear their voice for the first time and you're like oh you're nothing like i thought why because our minds begin to create things about people assumptions based on what we want or or based on what we think without any real knowledge and insight on how they really are And this is why I believe it's so difficult for people to formulate organic relationships is because they have this image in their head of what they think that person going to be like. And then when they don't live up to the expectations, they get upset. See? Preach. Keep. keep, I want you to expound on that because that's Uh, good. Um, I mean, pretty much straightforward what I said. But I want you to expound. Take me deeper. (laughs) Okay. Um, I don't know if any of y'all watch Mike Todd, but he's been preaching about fantasies a lot. And I feel like people have fantasies for their relationships. Mm. People have fantasies for everything, honestly, but more so for relationships. They have fantasies for those two. And it's like you fantasize about what you want, the person that you like want to be married to, the person that you want to be friends with, the person that you want to, I don't know, how you want your parents to be, how you want. I don't know. You just, you fantasize about what you want those relationships to look like based on, you know, I guess what you saw on TV or something. I don't know. I don't know where people get these ideas from, Uh, but they romanticize, they romanticize things. They romanticize their relationships. So then when you meet real people and you realize the images in your head is not actually what people are actually like because everybody has their own issues and everybody is different and everybody's going through their own things. So then when they don't live up to your expectations, then you get hurt and you get your feelings hurt. And then that just causes like a snowball effect of like just bad relationship building. Cause like, I feel like some people, they, when they realize that people aren't going to be with their, what they like, there's different types of people. Some people will like, that'll make them stop wanting to build relationships because they feel like nobody is good enough or nobody can live up to their expectations. So then they just don't try. And most people who are introverted, they kind of do that. They withdraw. Um, that's kind of how I respond to those types of things. Like I, you're, you're pretty much guilty until you're proven innocent in my eyes. Like most people I'm going to like, like I have a guard up, you know, cause I'm like trying to see, okay, what do you like? And it's not that I have expectations for people because I don't expect anything from anybody. But because I don't expect anything from anybody, I don't know what you're going to give me. So I'm like, you know, I'm like, okay, let me see what they're going to give me before I just start, you know, opening up. And, you know, but some people do the opposite, you know. So I guess it's just how you are. But some, but I feel like most people have an idea of what they want their relationship to look like. And so it it kind of makes it harder for them to foster healthy relationships because there's always like this image in your head of what you think it should be and not what it really is. And we also, like we said in the last episode, we go into a lot of people go into relationships looking to be served. So then, you know, those fantasies, it's like, it's supposed to, 
it's supposed to serve me in a way that makes me feel like this or you know what I mean? And not actually like it's a two person relationship. So you have to go into understanding some people need to be served as well. Like you're supposed to bring something to the relationship. Yep. And if you're not doing that, then you're not compromising at all. You're not like, it's it's not going to be a healthy relationship because you're just expecting so much from someone and you're not giving anything to them. So then they're probably expecting something from you and then I get none from you. So it's like, okay, well, what is this? I feel like people fantasize about, they, they romanticize very shallow things. And so it never goes anywhere deeper than just like the surface things that you really want, you know, because like you expect like only shallow things. I don't know. Like people, people like are looking for something shallow and it's like, you have to reevaluate what your values actually are before you go into a relationship because you, what you're valuing is not, enough to keep the relationship strong and long lasting people people are valuing this uh i consider him a friend but a friend of mine he was he was talking about the difference between r&b now and r&b back in the day so there's this big thing going on you know people have been saying r&b is dead r&b is dead blah 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 and his main focus is to really you know showcase and 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 prove that R&B is still yet alive. And he was making points talking about the reason why R&B seems dead is because the experiences of those people from the early 90s and 2000s are totally different now. Because there wasn't FaceTime, Uvu, Snapchat, TikTok, Instagram, where now things that you had to either get a magazine to see, write a letter of expression of love, uh, uh, literally go see. The values are different. Now it is what it is. Women are just on social media naked. (laughs) They are. And so things that things that were not easily accessible are now at people's fingertips. So people's experience experiences about love or people's experience about relationships have changed because of what you're constantly being fed. Yeah. And this is this. Oh man, this goes into what my dad was talking to the man about last Wednesday is that you have to learn how to control your appetite. Even Mike Todd said it, you got to control you as a man. I know the things that get my appetite going. And if I don't control my appetite, it becomes lust. And lust then becomes an issue when you're trying to build healthy and organic relationships. Mm-hmm. So you have to monitor and control what you're consuming. Right. Because what you consume over time, eventually it'll be, you'll think it'll be something that you, that you need when really it's something that you want. Yeah, I want ice cream all the time. But if I continue to consume ice cream all the time, I'm going to have, as the old folks say, sugar diabetes. (laughs) (laughs) diabetes. That's true. It's true. But if I monitor what I consume and I consume that in moderation and I consume vegetables and and nutritional things that are going to add value to my body, then I'm going to have a healthy body. It's it goes back to how you are crafting your worldview based on what you consume daily. So I feel like people who have stronger relationships probably aren't consuming a lot of trash all day. You know what I'm saying? Because you are what you eat, right? Um, People who have healthy relationships have a healthy worldview because their worldview is based on what they value and their values come from what they're consuming. Like if you stay on Instagram all day and all you see is people who buy really big houses, you're going to learn. Most likely you're going to learn how to get a big house and eventually get a big house. Right. Because you like are constantly consuming big house content. If you're constantly consuming 
uh, World Star and <laughs> The Shade Room. So long. Okay, maybe that aged me. Did that age me, saying World Star? Um, if you consume The Shade Room all day, every day, and celebrity gossip, and you on Twitter just scrolling through tons of tweets about, I don't know, just all kinds of foolery, then nine times out of ten, your worldview of relationships is going to not be so healthy because all you're seeing all day is drama. It's like if you watch Love and Hip Hop and Real Housewives all the time, you're probably going to look at relationships differently than somebody who doesn't. So it's about crafting a worldview that is going to help you foster better relationships. And that just goes back to spending more time reading the Bible. (laughs) I don't know. Like being around people who have a healthy worldview, that helps. Um, I don't know, listening to the podcasts like this. I, I mean, you know, just being... Putting yourself, setting yourself up to have a healthy worldview. Correct. Because um, I get, I think a lot of people like spend way too much time watching other people do things wrong and then wonder why their view of relationships is so bad. Right. Because you know? I know a bunch of people that they don't necessarily know what they want, but they know what they don't want. Right. Because they see all the stuff that they don't want. Right. And it's like, okay, where do you see the stuff that you do want? Like right. find that, find that, you right. know, I feel like I had a healthy view of relationships. And the reason why I feel like I can have healthy relationships is because I grew up in a home where I saw healthy relationships. You know what I'm saying? And even if I wasn't, even if I didn't have that, I, you know, there, there are ways to get that. There are ways to see that you have to surround yourself with examples of what that looks like um which goes back to what you were saying before in the beginning doing the work before there's a problem putting it right before there's a problem correct Um, that that's that's where that comes in when you set yourself up for success you learn more about what the success needs to be yep yep i i agree 100 percent and Doing the work, as I was watching this TED Talk, they were, she was saying some powerful stuff because it's like we even think that doing the work is going to premarital counseling. Well, by then, you've already, you've already been, you've in, the already been in the relationship. Right. You've already chosen them. Yep, They've chosen you. You've chosen each other. You feel very strongly that you're going to marry this individual. So that's why... I like I don't when people ask me what what should I be doing while I'm single first of all stop worrying about being single so much (laughs) you're thinking about being single way too much I think I think that is like the perfect opportunity you have so much power when you're single because you're not already you're not already being consumed with something you know what I'm saying yes you have a lot of you have a lot of power when you're single because you're you're in a you're in a vulnerable place, but it's good because then you can start working towards being a whole healthy individual for when you get into a relationship. That way you're not bringing a bunch of mess into a relationship and then expecting that to thrive when you haven't dealt with anything. So like it's like a really good time to start laying your own foundation of healthy relationships. Perfect time to work on relationships with your parents, to work on relationships with your friends. And, and like, what's the word I'm looking for? Cultivate a healthy worldview of how relationships should be. So when you do get to be with someone else in a romantic relationship and potentially get married, your worldview is healthy enough to where you see the value in compromising. You see the value in um, healthy relationship things. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say? Fill in the blanks. Um, fill in the blanks. I was waiting for you to, to piggyback. Oh, I thought you was just <laughs> going on. I, cause I, I was waiting for you to stop me. 
Um, because I was running out of things to say. But basically, what I'm trying to say is and just stop. I, I, it didn't end the way I wanted it to end. Um, basically, what I'm trying to say is when you are single, you have time. You have to stop. You have time. You have time to work on being the best person you can be. Nobody is pressuring you to do that. Nobody's forcing you to do it. It's not like you're because when you're in a relationship, you you if you haven't done it already, you're going to be forced to do those things. And then it's even more uncomfortable. Do the uncomfortable work while you single. So then at least when you when you get with that person, it is not so uncomfortable because you've already been working on being more vulnerable, being, um, you know, open and honest and talking about your feelings, talking about your emotions, going to, you know, go to therapy, work on yourself, all of those things. Yes. Work through your childhood traumas yes. a little bit. You yes. know what I'm saying? Yes. Start doing all that stuff. Yes, yes, yes. So that's she the perfect was, time to do that. She was talking about she she called it insight. Getting insight on yourself, yes. Which is knowing basically knowing yourself, learning yourself. Exactly. Knowing and learning yourself. Okay. Knowing and learning yourself. Insight is looking inside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's sight from with man. So insight would be are people mean or or am I really sensitive? Do I have a short temper or are people really the way they are yes am i this am i expecting too much from people without bringing anything to the table or am i bringing too much to the table and not expecting enough right am i respecting myself do i know how to set boundaries that type of thing absolutely and so that's insight knowing yourself and then working on yourself before you put yourself in a situation where you're going to be in relationship with someone else. We have to do the work on the inside before we try to work on somebody else. And what I've been seeing is a lot of people want to work on other people and point out flaws and, and character traits in other people instead of, wait, 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 let me, let me do, let me do the self work. Let me get around someone that can help me do the work. That's that's very, very important in building strong relationships. Also, we do the premarital counseling, right? I've seen pre-relationship counseling. Yes. See, you 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 beat me to the punch. <laughs> but but before we get there, I've seen situations where there is an individual or or there is a couple that that's in premarital counseling and the pastor recommend we recommended that you don't get married. And now you have two people that are crushed because they didn't do the necessary work. They didn't gather the proper information, intel and intellect. They didn't have the proper insight or foresight. They built this relationship on the wrong things And now they get before people who are very wise and they ask the right questions. They ask the hard questions because that that's, and if you're going to be in a lifelong committed relationship with somebody, you got to ask yourself the hard questions, right? Do I really like, can I really handle this? Can I really be with one person for the rest of my life? And I don't even think it's just being with somebody for the rest of your life. It's like, do you just, know how to work with someone you know what i mean like life skills do you have do you both have common enough common ground to make it work because obviously it's a choice to stay married you have to choose to stay married to somebody but there also has to be enough there like mentally y'all have to be stable enough to continue because some people like you can choose to be with somebody and not be mentally stable so if you made that decision from a mentally unstable place like you're the relationship won't survive simply because you haven't mentally you mentally don't have the capacity to work with someone 
Like you can want to all day long. You can want a relationship to work, but wanting it is not the same as being able to make it work. Yep. Relationships take so much openness and some people literally just aren't open in a lot of areas. They're closed, they're closed off. And if you can't, if you mentally can't handle opening up, then it, if there's no way that that person can get to you. Absolutely. And it's sad because a lot of people have um, limits and limitations because of unresolved issues from previous relationships, which is why it's so important to do the self-work. This reminds me of, for those of you who watch Married at First Sight, this reminds me of Michaela. Remember the first issue they had was because she has undealt with issues from her father passing. Mm. And so she blew up off of a simple mistake and it's like oh there's so much unhealed trauma there that you didn't even realize like you're looking for a marriage with somebody but you still haven't let go of previous trauma and dealt with that so sometimes you're operating from a mentally unstable place and that person doesn't know how to handle it because you haven't dealt with it and and he's trying to like console her and comfort her and she's like no like Okay, well then what can that that's the frustration. What can I do if you don't let me in? I can't. So yep. you have to be willing, open and able to do those things. Yes. And one of the main we cuz another one of the things that we talk about is we did a whole episode on reasons why people get divorced. Well, we want to we want to give you guys reasons why people sh- have strong relationships keys for people to have strong relationships is that they, they do the self work. They understand insight. They understand foresight. They understand mutuality or, or being able to compromise because if you're going to be in a relationship with somebody and typically when you're in relationship with somebody, you have a lot of things in common, but there's a lot of things that you guys do not 100% agree on. And you have to be here and here and say, we're going to come here. Mm-hmm. And that's why you got to be upfront and honest with each other beforehand, because that way you'll know, okay, which things, which things that we're going to disagree on or that we do disagree on are not enough to ruin this relationship. Yes. Like you have to have a, a good understanding of, okay, this is too far for me. This is not going to work. I can't compromise on this. This is not something I can meet you in the middle with. It has to be like this. You have to be able to like articulate that like a deal breaker. Like what are your most value? That goes back to values though. Like what do you value most? Like some people, you know, they'll say that if we don't agree on politics, if we don't agree on the same political party, I refuse to be with you because that's extremely valuable to me. Some people will say the opposite. That's something I can compromise on. But that depends on the person and it depends on how they grew up. It depends on who they are as a person. And you have to know yourself enough to say, okay, before we make this official, I need to know if this is something that's going to ruin our relationship or not. And are you willing to compromise on it? And if we can't come to an agreement and that's a deal breaker for you, let me know now. So I don't get my feelings hurt in the future. You know, you have to be able to say those things. Yes. So you compromise. If you can't compromise, baby. <laughs> you probably just shouldn't be in any relationship. I'm, 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 I'm hard pressed to tell you, but it, this relationship thing probably isn't probably not in the cards for you. It's just it's just probably not. So it, it's it's things like these that we have to talk about before before you uh, uh, choose them to, oh, that's going to be my man. Oh, yeah. Before you have your hypothetical dream that God told you that he was going to be your husband. Not hypothetical. Oh, before, boy. Before you see her uh Can come I just off, say this? I, Can I just say this? I feel like I, we was going to have this discussion at some point, but I'm going to just go ahead and say it now. Go ahead. Say it. Can we stop telling people that God told us stuff? mm Like, it's fine if God told you something. It's real fine. Like, that's real good. That's beautiful. If God told you something, that's amen. Say that one one more time. Um, It's perfectly fine if God told you something, but you don't have to tell everybody. 
If God told something, if God that's told, if He even said, and that's you, why, and that's why I say, don't tell anybody. Say it. Because the thing is, when you be going around telling people that God told you something and it wasn't really God, huh? you sound stupid, and you make God sound stupid. So it'd be better if you just like I love, and I, we're gonna. I wanted to, I wanted to have them on there so they could say this. But I was talking to Tia about this, and she said that God told her that Manny was her husband, but she did not tell him that. She never told him that. She did not tell him that. He was her husband until after they got married. There was no reason for her to tell him because he, why does he need to know that? He, because he got to be the one, he, he got to be the one that bought a ring, exactly. decide that he, he actually wants you and, even if and God, be with you. Even if God told her that he still has to agree, that doesn't mean that he's going to agree. If she told him, if she told him that prior to them getting married and he said, no, that's not true. Then she would get her feelings hurt. So mm. why I, I wouldn't like if God told me, I'm pretty sure at, at some point I knew like God confirmed she was my husband. I'm not going to go be like, yeah, the Lord told me that you were it. No, if it if it, if his word is true, I'm going to just believe it. I don't need to go around screaming it. Listen, <laughs> I'm a, I'm going to be real with y'all. I've had a number of people before I met Vicky that told me they was lying. They had dreams. God, God didn't say that. God told me that you was my husband. God ain't say that. And I just used, that to, I just God, used to literally laugh because I'm like, well, why didn't he tell me then? <laughs> why did he tell why me? Why didn't he tell me? Though? Why didn't he tell me? And this is this is what I'm talking about. We got to have maturity, guys. We got to learn how to use wisdom and have maturity. Okay. You can't just be going around telling people that God told you that they was going to be in your life. Like that's that's we I'm sorry. It's weird. Like I love y'all with the love of the Lord, but we gotta stop being so deep and telling people all of the intricacies of our alone time with Jesus. Sometimes I believe sometimes God just tell us stuff just for us, just for us. You don't have to tell everybody. Like, and this is what I be trying to tell people, especially about the infertility thing. Like, if you have a dream, if you had a dream that I got pregnant, but you know I'm struggling. Don't come to me and tell me that you had a dream that I got. Right? I don't need to know that. Like, oh just believe God. it in your heart. Pray on it. Keep that in your spirit. You ain't got to tell me because it's not going to make me feel better. You know what I mean? Like for some people, it's fine. But if I don't know you, y'all, I've gotten so many DMs of people telling me they had dreams about me. Listen, I've gotten so many DMs. I'm sorry. I've gotten so me, many more weird. prophecies, even after I made the video saying, if God didn't say it, don't send it See, to me. See, that's why I told him to send it to you. That's why I told him to send it to you. Because I'm just going to be like, this is weird. It's weird to and me. And folks adding a whole bunch this of extra words. And stuff like, oh, this God, I don't even talk like that. But this is what I'm saying. <laughs> you don't have to tell everybody what God told you. Because sometimes what God tells us, it's way before things happen. Way before. So we be, we be hearing stuff that God said and then putting it on our own timeline. Or putting it on our own expectations. And we start like trying to add in fill in the blanks and add in what we want it to look like how we want it to go so then it starts getting weird mm -hmm. you know did because 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 even though god told you something that don't mean he told you what time was gonna happen this, this is what i was you. saying on instagram you know, live last so you, night you you're left with a whole bunch of questions and confusion because oftentimes god never speaks on our timeline no so then so when god gives you a word the first order of business is when my mentor my big brother pastor donnell cobra told me he said what you need to do is you need to say okay god what's the time frame for that because oftentimes god will say something and like the song says, you're somewhere in the future. It's like way in the future. It's like 10 years from now. Right. And, and you're thinking it's going to happen in tomorrow. The future. And, and people like me, I'm I'm like, God sent me something. I'm thinking it's going to happen tomorrow. And so then here's the thing. And then it people, don't happen tomorrow. And then you get frustrated with God because you never asked God what his time frame was for your life. You just heard the word and you think it's supposed to happen now. And, and this also is what causes um, future projection. Like... You're, you will project a future version of yourself onto your current situation and then give yourself anxiety because you feel like you have to be caught up to whoever that is in the future, but you're not there yet because you still got a whole lot to go through before you get there. And that is like, that's it. 
literally will make you depressed. <laughs> so you have to be, you have using wisdom. You have to understand like, just because something will happen doesn't mean it's going to happen tomorrow. So you, you can breathe. Like you can, you can breathe. I had this conversation the other day with a friend. You can breathe. Like you don't have to, everything doesn't happen, have to happen today. If you know that you're going, that something good is going to happen in the future, you're going to do something in the future or something is going to happen for you. Awesome. Believe for that. Have faith for that. Great. But in the meantime, you still have to live life who you are as who you are today. Like you still have to go through that process, right? Just because you can see the finish line don't mean you at the finish line. You still got to run all them yards uh, and you're probably going to get tired at some point. It's probably going to be stressful. So um, you should just take it one day at a time, one step at a time. Jordan Sparks was really preaching when she sang that song. Um, she said one step at a time. There's no need to rush. <laughs> it's like learning to fly or falling in love. It's going to happen when it's supposed to happen. And we'll find the reasons why. One step at a, one step at a time. That song preaches preach to me um but yes yes we have to stop future projecting and I feel like that's what happens when people get into when they try to get into relationships with people they future project so I know a lot of single people who like because I, I know them because they say this in my dms y'all have asked me these questions before I'm talking to this guy we're just in the talking stage but like I feel like it's not moving fast enough like I feel like you know I want to say how I feel, blah, blah, blah. And he's not really saying much or he doesn't talk to me every single day. He doesn't text me every day. Like sometimes he'll go a week without talking to me. What does that mean? Like how much effort should I put in? How much? And I'm like, bro, first of all, you're in the talking phase. That means y'all really aren't even friends like that yet. <laughs> so he probably really isn't thinking about marrying you today. Um, you're future projecting, bro. Chill out, sis. You're, you're ch Chill out. You're thinking way too deep, overthinking it, literally killing the vibe. Like he probably don't want to talk to you because you probably want to talk about when y'all going to get married and y'all just met. So <laughs> like chill. I, I get the, the urgency, but also you have to build relationships with people organically. And that takes time. All right. It takes time to learn to trust somebody enough to talk to them about things. You know what I mean? It takes time. You try to rush into things. But, all right. Today Don't we're talking rush. to da, my da, See, look Don't at you. Rush. Song da, association. Da, da, da. See, you'd be good at it. You you if you didn't overthink. It's like my golf game now. Like <laughs> the minute I stop caring. But yes, you have to you have to stop future projecting. Everybody's not your husband. Everybody Dude, everybody's not your, not your wife. Everybody that you meet is not gonna be your best friend. They not. Everybody's not, not, not everybody is meant to be in your life for the rest of your life. I don't know who told you that, but that's not true either. Not everybody, not everybody is going to understand you. You just have to have this understanding. Like nobody owes you anything. You don't owe anybody else anything. If something sparks, if the sparks fly, amen. Awesome. So proud of you. Great job. But if they don't, it's not the end of the world. That's why you take your time with relationships. Because if you rush and skip to being boyfriend and girlfriend, y'all just met two weeks ago, and y'all have skipped through all of the preliminary getting to know conversations, you're going to get your feelings hurt. But if you take time to just get to know somebody, and then you realize, eh, they're not for me, you didn't put all your eggs in that basket, so now you're not feelings hurt when you realize they're not for you. You know what I'm saying? Because you didn't future project. You didn't automatically, when you met them, put their face on your future husband body that you have in your brain next to your future kids' bodies in your little framed picture in your brain. Because I know everybody has this little framed picture. It's like you, you and your husband your and your children behind in front of your big old house and your cars. And that's your future. That's, that's what you want, right? So then you just be, when you meet somebody, you put their face in that picture. <laughs> You can't do that. You cannot cut people's heads off and put them in your your future family picture and be like, yes, he's the one. And y'all just met. Take your time. Take your time. 
Take your time. We cannot be opportunists. Time. Like, like we can't go into relationships being an opportunist. Because some people do this. Some mm-hmm. people are relationship opportunists. Some people are friendship opportunists. Yeah. They meet people and automatically like, yes, we're going to be best friends. I'm going to make them my best friend. I'm going to learn every single thing about them. And then I'm going to be their best friend. That's weird. You can't she do that with everybody. Okay. Let's go. Think, 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 think. Oh my god! Oh god! I just saw Sweetie. <laughs> I need a bike. Let's go. <laughs> Y'all pray for her. Oh god! I'm burning up now. So just just as a small recap, um, as as we come to a close, we have to ensure that we're doing the self work. Mm-hmm. Insight, knowing who you are, dealing with the trauma of the past. Because who we are now has a direct correlation to our early childhood development. Man, I, I, I could just go down a laundry list of people who I know, myself included, where things shaped the way we think now because of certain situations that happen to Ooh, us. Like Lo was saying, your, your love language is, is deficits. You looking for somebody to get therapy, get counseling, get traumas. deliverance, get help, get prayer, all the above before you try to step into someone's life mm-hmm. and be an asset. Yep. Because you'll think you're trying to be an asset and end up being a liability. Hiya! <laughs> my God, today. Oh, my. And that doesn't mean because I feel like some people take this to the extreme, this looking inward thing. They, they take it to the extreme and then they become self-absorbed and self-obsessed. Um, that's not what we mean. We don't mean literally being obsessed with yourself. It can get weird. If you get too into yourself, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, but that's not what we're talking about. Doing, doing, working through your traumas and healing. Healthy and whole. Yes. And healing is not, it doesn't require you to um, become self-absorbed. It also doesn't require you to hurt other people. It, it should actually help you with learning how to be more compassionate, learning how to be more open and vulnerable with people, learning how to get along with people who are not like you, who may not, uh, meet every need that you have you know what I'm saying maybe people who may hold you accountable and sometimes hurt your feelings or say something that you may not like that that'll probably happen it'll it'll probably challenge you in a lot of areas that's a good thing that's not a bad thing yep. doesn't mean you need to cut off people because they challenge you mm. um, doing that self-healing self-work type stuff shouldn't require you to cut off healthy relationships or people who just want to be there for you, you Correct know, mundo. people who are different from you. Capitulo tres. Um, that doesn't mean that. So just wanted to reiterate that as well, because <clears throat> yeah. 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 So like we said, guys, we've built enough hospitals mm-hmm. for broken, for the sick people hurting and sick. Why don't we learn how to build our immune systems and Let's work, work on our bodies? Ensure that we are equipping people with the right knowledge and information to have successful, successful, thriving relationships. Let's build and those houses of education and information and insight. So that people can thrive. Yes. And I also want to say this too, because people also take this to the extreme. Some people work on themselves just so they can have a future spouse or, you know what I'm saying? Like they do things with a motive in mind. Do it because God wants you healthy. Like don't just do it because. God wants you healthy and whole. Yes. Don't just do it because My I want a spouse like Instagram reel. working towards something. You know what I mean? Like, don't do it because you're working towards something. Do it because it's like 
they were saying this at the summit. It's like when you rest or take time off just so you can work harder. That's not that. Right. <laughs> it's that at that point, sufficiency becomes an idol. That's what they said. Not me. That's not my words. Sufficiency becomes an idol. Um, you're addicted to being sufficient enough or being enough, period, or whatever, which isn't, that's not really a good goal. Uh, it's not a good goal to want to continue to hurt yourself. You know what I mean? Yep. Because then you're a slave to whatever you're working towards. So you shouldn't be working on yourself just so you can get a spouse. You shouldn't be working on yourself just so you can, I mean, you should want to have healthy relationships, but just so you can make some friends or just so you can, you know, you should do it because you just should be a good person. <laughs> you want to be a good person. You want to live long. You don't want to be stressed. You want to actually thrive and enjoy life and enjoy all the things that God has for you. So you probably should just do it because of that, not for that specific reason. Um, Cause we, we, we tend to do that a lot too. Absolutely. It's like how people just save themselves just for their marriage. You know, oh, I'm, I'm waiting to have sex just for my marriage. How about you wait to have sex just because God wants you to? We be having all these reasons for doing things, but they ain't none of the reasons got anything to do with God. Mm. It just be stuff that we want. And that's why we be disappointed. Because idols promise and, everything. And that's why I don't and be deliver. Right. That's why I don't be hitting. That's why I don't be hitting right. Pun intended. It don't be hitting right. <laughs> it don't be hitting right. Because you so. expected it to work just because you did something right. Mm -mm. Too technical. But anywho. I think that's it. That's it. That's it. Love you guys. Shout out to our patrons. Like, comment, subscribe. Hit the notification bell. Leave us a thumbs up. Give us some great comments. Here's what I want you guys to do. Anytime you guys see uh, a part of the video, those of you that are watching the video podcast on YouTube, you see a part of the video that really resonates with you or something that's like a quote or something that we said that just really hits, I want you to, to timestamp it in the comments. Right. But, you know, 19 minutes and 24 seconds. Put that in the comments so I can go through those uh, throughout the week as we continue to post more video content. And we can we can begin to post those videos so you can share them. You can save them. Uh, you can easily go back to, you know, whatever that favorite quote of yours is. And, man, it could just be readily available for you on our Instagram page. So if you guys could do me a big favorite. That'd be great. Also, uh, man, leave us some comments. I love the conversations that we have in the comment section. Uh, let's keep it going. Let's keep encouraging one another. If you would like to become a patron, hit the link in the description box. I believe the link is working properly now. Hit the link in the description box. Become a patron. Uh, you know, there's. I mean, it's very, very small. We don't. We're not. We don't ask for much. Uh, very, very small. But if you guys want to continue to support us in a different way outside of just watching the YouTube uh, and letting the 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 CPMs and RPMs and all that you know YouTube jargon and jazz uh, go forth if you want to watch <laughs> if you want to watch <laughs> the 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 video advertisement free RPM is a restaurant that's, a, that's another it's another way to to uh, to support the channel but SDK. we love you we thank SDK. you we appreciate you Cam and Vicky Logan checking in checking out everything is we peace. <laughs>